everyone. Welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining the conversation wherever it is you are listening from. Thank you for participating. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to discussing a principle with you that I have actually discussed in the past. And I'm not talking about it again simply because I have nothing else to talk about. I've got a whole list of things that I'm going to talk about in coming weeks Some good guests coming on. But this is an issue, a principle that I've discussed in the past because it's been important. And from time to time, I have these, these issues or these principles, these perspectives that I see, I get a hold of, I feel like I understand. Life happens. I realize I didn't understand it as much as I once thought I did. That's what today's principle is to me. It's been on my mind. It's something I've been grappling with. And that is the principle of process. We've talked about process in the past, but today's uh, podcast episode is simply entitled The Power of Process. The Power of Process. I believe there is tremendous power in understanding process. I want to talk to you about that a little bit today. We're going to jump into that here in just a minute. Uh, I really believe this is one of those principles that if you get a hold of, can really in so many ways set you free. It can liberate you. We talk about marching when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. How do you do that? How do you keep going forward when life gets really hard? Well, part of that is understanding the power of process. We're going to discuss that today. Before we jump into that, though, if you are listening to this and not watching, thank you for listening. Make sure you are subscribed from whatever podcast platform it is you're listening from. You have your favorite. I do my best to get these episodes out to every possible podcast platform. And uh, I hope that uh, you are enjoying that on your favorite. Make sure you're subscribed. So every Saturday morning when a new episode comes out, it comes directly to you. You don't have to go looking for it. Sometimes I am very guilty of listening to a great podcast with a great host, possibly a great guest. It really resonates with me. I love it. I get to the end of it. I get busy. I forget. And it's like two months before I remember. Oh, man. I really enjoyed that podcast. Let me listen to it again. Subscribe so that doesn't happen to you. And that would be fantastic. Also, if you prefer to watch the video, uh, this is a video podcast. Again, you can listen to it. But if you'd like to watch it, go over to YouTube. You can find my channel, Jeremy Stallnecker. Just look for my name. You'll find me on YouTube. And uh, you can subscribe to the channel there. Please subscribe. You can also then hit that notification bell. That lets you know when this content and other content comes online there on YouTube. That would be fantastic. Also, for all of you Spotify users, uh, Spotify has recently started a beta of video. And for a long time, um, at least the last year or so, the Joe Rogan podcast, the only podcast on video, uh, um, in video on Spotify. Spotify is beginning to open that up to other podcasts. I've had the opportunity to jump on that early, and uh, you can watch that there if you prefer Spotify. So listen or watch on Spotify. Listen on any podcast platform. Watch also on YouTube. And finally, if you would like to uh, learn more about me or read my blog or connect with me on social media, look at the other podcasts that I'm a part of, you can find all of that in one place, jeremystallnecker.com, jeremystallnecker.com. That would be fantastic. We're going to jump into this content. Before I do, I want to remind you, we've got two great companies that make this and other content just like this possible. The first one I've been talking to you, uh, talking about 
to you for a while. That is Freedom Fatigues. Freedom Fatigues. I'm wearing uh, a Freedom Fatigues uh, sweatshirt right now. I love their sweatshirts, their t-shirts, their hats. Uh, America-focused, very patriotic, run by a family that understands uh, the military life, also law enforcement, Everything's made in America. They love America. They're making quality products. Go and check them out. Uh, for years, I tried to find a company that made apparel like this, hats, T-shirts, um, sweatshirts, those kind of things, but things that weren't silly, <laughs> things that uh, America uh, first, made in America, pro-America, very patriotic. You can find all of that at Freedom Fatigues. Go find them, freedomfatigues.com. At checkout, use my code, that's Jeremy10, J-E-R-E-M-Y-1-0, Jeremy10. You will get a 10% discount on anything you purchase at Freedom Fatigues. Check them out. The second company that has recently come online is one that I'm sure you're familiar with, MyPillow. If you like the MyPillow products, you can go purchase on MyPillow's website. Use my code FORWARD, F-O-R-W-A-R-D, FORWARD. That is specific for this show, March or Die. And uh, I've been using their pillows. Uh, we use at home their towels. I have a couple pairs of slippers, all fantastic products made by a wonderful company. Mike Lindell, of course, very patriotic, stands for faith, stands for America, and uh, runs a great company that produces incredible products. So go and check them out as well. It's my pillow, keyword forward, or go to Freedom Fatigues, keyword Jeremy10, or better yet, check them both out. Uh, you know you want some great American apparel, you want some great pillows, and you can get discounts on both by using my keywords. Please check them out. That would be awesome. So on this show, what do we talk about? We talk about moving forward. All of us need to understand basic principles for moving forward. Why? I've explained this many, many times. Why? Well, because in life, you are going to run into obstacles, difficulties, trials, traumas, situations that are overwhelming. And when you hit those obstacles, when you hit those trials, when you encounter those situations, you have to make a decision. I spent so much time talking about this, but you have to make a decision. Will you stay where you are? It's just too hard. It's too big. I can't go on. Will you stay where you are and die? And death for many people resembles very much living. <laughs> they're breathing, they're going to work, they're doing what they're supposed to, but on the inside, they are emotionally and spiritually and relationally dead. Why? Because they've stopped moving forward. You can make the decision to die if you want to. Make no mistake, it is a decision. Or you can make the better decision to march. Uh, that is putting one foot in front of the other and continuing forward. Will you march or will you die? The choice is always yours. You have a decision to make. I'm going to talk about that in the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, the cost that we must pay <laughs> regardless of what decision we make. There's a cost associated with staying where we are. There's a cost associated with moving forward. We're going to talk about that in a few weeks. But you have to make this decision. I believe that so often the reason we decide to stay where we are is because we lose focus talked about that last week on our podcast. We lose focus of what it is we were trying to do in the first place, where it is we were trying to go in the first place. Maybe we've been walking the road of life, this path in front of us, pursuing what God created us to do and to be, pursuing him and trying to live the way that he wants us to live. 
we, we're walking that path, but something happens. And in the process, we realize the goal that's out in front of us, whatever that goal is, it's so far away that we just can't keep moving. Perhaps emotionally, it just seems so far away. Physically, sometimes so far away. It's just so hard. We're never going to get there. We might as well quit. That is, to me, the reason there is so much power in process. I have a very bad habit in my life of focusing almost exclusively on the goal. Focusing almost exclusively on the end. I will go through a process. I will walk the path that I need to walk. I'll do what I need to do. But for one reason, to get to the goal. That phrase, enjoy the journey, is something I've never understood because I've rarely enjoyed the journey. I always want to get to wherever it is we're going. That can be a road trip. It can be a plane trip. It can be in life, in a relationship, uh, some other area of my life. I start a book. I want to get to the end. It's hard to enjoy it. Why? Because it's all about the goal. The downside to that, there's an upside. You're driven toward a goal. The downside to that is simply that if the path becomes too difficult or takes too long, if you don't get there as quickly as you thought you would or should, it's easy to quit. It's taking too long in this relationship. It's taking too long to recover from something bad that's happened. It's taking too long to grow in my workplace, to grow in this environment. It's just taking too long. We need to focus on the process. I want to give you some thoughts on process that make it so powerful. I hope these are a help to you. They're a help to me. Just putting them down has been a help to me. Number one, learn to love the process and let the goal come to you. This is great. I alluded to this just a minute ago. But we need to learn to love the process and let the goal come to us. We get this upside down. We love the goal and we have to work through the process. You see, when we learn to love the process, though, the goal is just the byproduct of doing what we love. We're not so focused on the goal that the process becomes overwhelming. We're focused on the process and allow the goal to come to us, and it will. If you're working through a process that you love toward a goal that you've established, focusing on the process will eventually get you to the finish line. Now, this is not to suggest you shouldn't have a goal. The process is always informed by the goal. Otherwise, you're just wandering around. This is, I believe God wants me to accomplish this. Or I'm in a relationship and I want it to look like this. Or I'm in a workplace and I want to advance to this point. Or I have um, some health issues or I want to get in better shape. Here's the goal. This is where I'd like to be. Those goals inform the process. In order to accomplish those goals, there are some things I need to do. That's the process. And you lay that process out. And you fall in love with the process. A couple examples. Uh, I've known a lot of people over the years who have started exercise programs. <laughs> They started an exercise program because they've realized they need to get in shape. Uh, maybe they 
feel like they're overweight or they go to the doctor and the doctor says, hey, your heart's not in a good place. You need to work on your cardiovascular system uh, or you need to uh, become stronger as you get older, whatever the case. A lot of reasons to exercise. But a person realizes I need to exercise. I need to get in better shape. That's the goal. I need to get in shape. And there's a process that leads up to that goal of getting in shape. Here's the thing, and if you've not experienced this personally, and perhaps you have, you've definitely known someone who has, they wanted the goal of getting in shape. They wanted it badly. They started really well, but they hated exercising so much that they never accomplished the goal. Check this out. Find something physical (laughs) that you can love. And the goal of getting in shape will come to you. Maybe you can learn to love working hard, lifting weights, sweating. Maybe you can learn to love uh, going out for a run around your neighborhood that gives you a few minutes to yourself to uh, do something physical, but to release some of the stuff that's going on in your brain. Maybe it's getting involved in a sport that keeps you very active and keeps you moving. If you'll learn to love the process then the goal will come to you. But if you're so focused on the, proce- uh, focused on the goal uh, that you have to do the process, eventually you're going to quit. Maybe it's a business thing. You get an entry-level job in a company that you love and you see yourself advancing. You want to advance. That's the goal, to get to the next level or the one after that. And you work hard because you want to get to the goal. If you work hard every day and you want to get to the goal and someone passes over you and gets there before you do, that can become very discouraging. It can make you want to quit. Maybe you don't advance as fast as you thought you would. You may be tempted to quit. So many scenarios you can understand. But if you'll flip that upside down and learn to love the process, love the job you have right now, read every book, uh, read every manual, watch every video, ask every question, get as good as you possibly can at what you're doing, focus on the process, then the promotion and the advancement will come. If you're in a relationship that's not all that it needs to be, you have a rough idea at least of where you would like to end up, where you want this relationship to be. You have it in your mind. Perhaps you uh, have even talked about it with a spouse or the person you're in that relationship with. Maybe it's even your kids. You want it to be there, but it's taking so long. The process is hard, and you give up. Learn to love the process. Learn to love the time together, talking, uh, understanding one another, learning to get to know each other. Learn to love the process, the steps along the way, and the goal will come to you. We can spend a lot of time on that. I'll jump to number two. Understand this. The process can be controlled, but the outcomes cannot. This is a big one. I am a huge believer. You've probably heard me talk about this before if you've listened to this podcast. In controlling the controllables, controlling what you can control, and letting everything else go. Here's the reality. You cannot control outcomes. Because there are so many variables that are outside of your control. In any of the scenarios we've already listed, it could be health, it could be a work situation, a relationship, it can be something else. There are thousands of variables outside of your control. You cannot control the outcome. But what you can control is the process. I've known a lot of people that are so bent on controlling the outcomes 
that they work to control every person in their life, every situation around the projected outcome. They work to control everything. They realize they can't, and they become either angry or frustrated or depressed. Often at some point, they'll just give up because they're trying to control an outcome. But they can't control an outcome. What they can control, though, is a process. They can control doing the right things every day that will lead to a hoped-for outcome. Learn to focus on the process because that's what you can control. You can control getting up every day and exercising. You can control getting up every day and working as hard as you possibly can and learning as much as you possibly can. You can control every day being the right kind of person in a relationship, being kind to the other people in your relationship, doing your best to learn about them and helping them grow. You can do that, but you can't control the outcome. That perspective alone could change some things for you. It helps me. Number three, though, I love this. When you focus on the process, you can adjust for better outcomes. When you focus on the process, you can adjust for better outcomes. I'll tell a a little story here. It's kind of funny. Um, I'm not sure my kids listen to this podcast. They tell me they do, but I don't think they really do. We'll find out. <laughs> this last week uh, was my daughter's birthday. She turned 14. We said, whatever you want to do, we'll go do that as a family. Um, we had been very busy. A lot of things had been happening, but we set aside an afternoon. Wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, we'll do that. And she said, I'd like to go bowling. That's great. As a parent, bowling is a, a low-cost, low-energy activity. I don't love bowling, but I like my kids. It was a good thing for us to do. It was local. It was going to be great. Took the family and a couple of friends and went bowling. My wife and I sat and watched because that's your right as a parent is to just watch. You pay and you watch. <laughs> we didn't have to participate. Watch the kids bowl. My oldest son was with us, and uh, he is uh, 22 years old. He's big. He's strong. And he can throw a bowling ball really, really hard. I mean, hard. (laughs) And when we started the first game, uh, he was knocking them down. Strikes, lots of spares, every time, hitting a lot of pins. Things were happening because he was throwing the ball so hard. And it was going pretty straight. Won that game. uh, It was no contest. Killed the other kids. He was very proud of himself. I said to him something like this. You have no idea why that's working. So eventually it will stop working. He's 22. He looked at me like I was crazy. The next game he lost to his 14 year old sister. (laughs) Why? Because it stopped working. The ball was not going as straight. Uh, He was getting tired. And so that has an impact as well. Things weren't working as well as they had the first time. And because he's not a bowler, he had no idea what he was doing the first time that made it work and therefore had no idea how to fix it when it wasn't. It is possible to get lucky. But if you do life long enough, and you're invested in things that are important long enough, eventually what you're doing will stop working. Uh, Again, one of those variables that you can't control will come in and mess everything up. Uh, Something will happen that's going to take you off your game, so to speak. 
And if the only thing you're focused on is outcomes, then when the outcome isn't what you had hoped it would be, when things aren't working the way that you thought they would, because you're focused on outcomes and not the process, you have no idea how to fix it, how to get back on track. But when you're focused on the process, the thing you can control, you're focused on the steps along the way, and you've learned to love it, you, you enjoy the process, then when something's not working, you can go back over the process and say, what's missing? What did I forget to do? Or what should I add? Or what's not working anymore that I need to take out? If you understand the process, then when the product or the outcome is not all that it should be, you know what to fix. You know what to adjust. How many people have gotten lucky or things have just worked because life is in one of those places of balance? Everything's moving along the way that they hoped it would, but then something happened. The obstacle, the trauma, the trial, the stuff we talk about on this show all the time, it happened. And because they weren't focused on a process, they had no idea how to get it back on track. When you talk about dying, quitting, giving up, that's not to say someone doesn't want to move forward. It is to say that there are times when a person has no idea how to move forward. Focus on the process. Because that takes us to the next one. Again, when you focus on the process, you can adjust for better outcomes. But process creates a resilient life. Process creates a resilient life. What is resiliency or resilience? To be resilient as a human being means that you can get knocked down or knocked off course and get back up and start moving forward again. You know where true north is. You know where forward is. You know what the path that you've been walking on is. Things happen, you get knocked down, but you're able to get back up and keep going forward. That is what it is to be resilient. To be resilient doesn't mean you don't have difficulties or trials or all these things. It doesn't mean life is not hard. It just means that when you get knocked down, you can get back up and keep going. Focusing on process creates a resilient life because when things get crazy, and they will, you know what to do to come back. This is so important. If you don't love the process, if you're not focused on the process, if you're not involved in the process, then when you got, get knocked down, you're all alone and you don't know where to go from here. You were running as hard as you could. You got knocked down. You don't know what to do next. When you focus on the process, though, you become resilient. Uh, what a hugely important aspect of this <laughs> when we talk about marching when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. Some people hear a conversation about focusing on process and they think it means that you can't be predictable uh, or, or you can't be um, creative. You're always predictable. You can't do anything out of the norm. You're boring. There is some predictability that comes along with that, certainly. Hopefully there's also some stability that comes along with that. 
but it, it is not a denial of some of the more exciting elements of life, doing things that are spontaneous, doing things that are out of the ordinary or out of the norm, uh, taking risks and getting knocked down. We need to do those things. It's all part of life, but it's having something to come back to when things go sideways. Focus on the process. I would say this finally, our emotions should not be tied to outcomes. Our emotions should never be tied to outcomes. I don't like to lose. I like to accomplish my goals. I like to set something out there and see it fulfilled. But when I'm thinking clearly, I realize I can't control the outcome. But what I can control is my work and the process. I don't want my emotions to be tied to whether or not something goes the way I hoped it would go or work the way I had hoped it would work. My emotions will be tied to did I do what I could do? Did I work the way I was supposed to work? Did I follow the process? Because that's what I can control. And if my emotions are tied to what I can control and not tied to what I cannot, then there is peace and there is balance and there is consistency. This is vital to moving forward in a meaningful way. Learn to love the process. Let the goal come to you. Focus on the things that you can control and not worrying about the things that you cannot control. Learn to adjust for better outcomes because you understand the process. Live a resilient life. And keep yourself from being controlled emotionally by things that you cannot control. As I mentioned at the beginning, I, I've talked about this in the past, and um, one of the reasons I came back to it again is because I've been going through some things in my own life where I've had to ask questions like, what do I do here? How do I work with this? How, how, does, how, how do I get through this? And I had to re-remember. <laughs> I had to be reminded of the fact process is the thing I can focus on and control and when I do the goal will be what it is I'll get there when I get there but I can have peace knowing I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do running with patience as the Bible says the race that is set before us that's what it says in Hebrews and there's a good reason for that running with patience the race set before us the next part of that tells us that we're looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. There is a goal, but my job is to put one foot in front of the other. That is what it means to march. That is what it means to experience the power of process. I hope that's helped to you. That is a, uh, an incredibly powerful perspective and principle for life because we understand as i've mentioned already a couple times in this podcast that life hopefully has a lot of ups but we know it has some downs there are some traumas there are some trials there are some difficulties well what do you do when the difficulties come you make a decision 
Will you march, putting one foot in front of the other, getting to a place where you can deal with the enemy around you, or will you stay where you are and die? That choice is always yours. And I'll tell you this, <laughs> if you want to keep moving, you need to focus on the process because that's where there is tremendous power. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you next week. There's nothing in this world that he cannot do if we truly allow his love. We can do nothing without him. Anything that we do apart from him is not something that's permanent. We all need his grace. That's everybody. We are all broken people on our way to a place that we believe is, is waiting on us in heaven. You can find more of Bridges with Monica Schmelter at lifeaudio.com. In Christ, we are all one family. Amen.